Yeah, it was a great weekend. It was covered with me posting social media, a NASCAR race, a hike, a couple of different sessions of beer drinking, including the race. It was a pretty good weekend, Al. Okay, so I kind of waited on this one. So a while back, probably two months ago or so, my girl wanted to do one of those uh, cooking classes. Oh, nice. All right, so she wanted to um, you know, sign up, blah, blah, blah. There's a place in Eagle Rock that I guess does this. So we did it last night. Guess the dish. Oh, we went. This was uh, this, is it, okay. Fa- is it a fancy dish or is it kind of a classic dish? It's a classic dish at a specific. It is specific region, right? So I'll tell you what it is. You, by the time you guess, paella. It, it's not paella. No, but it's actually a good. It's a good guess. Pad Thai. Oh, okay. And this was pretty good, by the way. Well, let me let me say this. I had a. I kind of had a crazy weekend where. I was running all over the place, had to do this, was getting up early, all that stuff. So when I drive back on Sunday, I drive back from San Diego, probably the last thing I wanted to do was take a five o'clock cooking class on a Sunday till seven o'clock. That was not on the top of my mind. I can relate. So I wasn't in the in the best uh, in the best mood. Um, pretty cool actually. Pretty I've never taken a cooking class like this. Neither have I. And it's a it's a very non traditional dish. Non traditional as in I'm not going home and and making this specific dish, but the idea and the concept is you're supposed to go home and make this dish. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. Um, it was actually really good, and it's us making it after the the head chef. There's probably twenty people in there. Okay, but you got the head chef that kind of walks you the. Pro- can I can I tell you this? And this is not. I'm just being completely honest. I was in my head. I'm like, if you at one point decide that you want to try. I want to do stuff I'm passionate about. I like maybe there's a signature dish you like. I think you would love something like this. Oh, there's no question. You would love something I, like I this. I agree. He's talking about the pan. He's talking about you know where to get this from, supplies, sure. all that stuff. Anyways, long story short, um, made the dish and I tell my girl after, and we're sitting there eating it, all that stuff, and it's like you're eating your. No, and it was good. It was good. Yeah. It was good. I mean, it wasn't perfect, but it was yeah. good. Um, <laughs> uh, I. I, I were there moments I made mistakes? Definitely I made mistakes when she's kind of coming in or and, and vice versa, the same thing. But I tell her, I'm like, so do you think we're going to cook this dish at home? And she's like, no, I don't think we're going to. I'm like, well, why the hell did we come here? Man? What was the whole purpose of coming here? here? Here was her reasoning. The guy was saying, you know, there's um, there's certain ingredients that you're only going to get from stores that You got to go to an Asian grocery store. 100%. Yeah. So she's like, look, we're going to get all this stuff. We're going to use it one time. And then what? I'm like, okay, you're not- Make make it again. I was going to say, you're not wrong at that. Make it a couple times But why the hell did we come to this class then? So it's just kind of funny that ultimately at the end of the day, it was her saying, I don't know if we're going to make this If you had to. And not that you have to make it perfectly. Okay. But if I just put you in the kitchen, you have all the ingredients. I got everything. You, need. you yeah. have everything that you yeah. need. Could you make it again? I think I can. Here's what's going to hurt me. So I'm going to put the chicken in first, and I'm going to kind of, as the guy was saying, um, make sure it's all around the pan. Never let it stick the entire time. At some point, I'm going to put in kind of the base, the 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 base for uh, this dish. But I think for a lot of Thai dishes, it's the Garlic, the um, dried shrimp, mm-hmm. and the uh, why am I forgetting the name? The, the thing that you said, uh, thing you said last time of cooking. You say you always got to use this. Why am I it, not onion? The oh shallot, shallot. Those are that's like the base. You putting that in there. Bring the noodles in. Bring it in. My only issue is going to be the amount of water that you're using. The steam. 
to not and you're not covering it yeah. with the amount of water the the noodles absorb so sure. much of that water where it looks like it's cooked but it's not cooked at all because it all just kind of shrivels up i can carry my own but i would need to do it three or four times that's the whole point right yeah. that's good Gonna that, try. Yeah, that, yeah. That you're not going to walk out of there like Wolfgang Puck after one day. I just need to have <laughs> just all the ingredients. Or Jet Teal is a better choice since it's Pad Thai. Jet Teal is the proper celebrity chef in this situation. But the, what you just said about having like the proper ingredients and all that, the, the burner, all that stuff, I would need the setup. If I have the setup, I can actually kind of carry my way. Good for so you. That I, sounds fun. Pad Thai was one of the first dishes that I attempted to make when I was like okay. in my cooking journey. Okay. But the only thing is, is like it had, it required a lot of one like bowls and prep and ingredients. That's the like because there is like there's it's a line. Yes, I I don't know the exact vo- vocabulary, but yes, you're right. <laughs> um, but it's like it's the nuts, it's the extra things. But I couple I really eggs, the bre- bean sprouts, the green onion. So I mean, good. it's it's actually it's, it's, it's hard a legit to mess dish. up. It's hard to mess up. It's hard to do super well, but it's you, it's hard to do poorly. I could find a way. I could find a way to do poorly. Nothing left. You ate it all. Yeah, I ate it all. Yeah, it people has to were been pretty good. People were walking around. They're like putting it in. Uh, he had some containers to go. I'm like, I didn't know those were available. So I just kept eating. <laughs> she was done eating. By the way, some lime there on oh, the end. Come, come on. I mean, yeah, pretty good. It, look, I I like what she said. It's hard to do well, but it's not hard to do. So if you just kind of hit the 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 bigger notes. It's going to do, and by the way, you squeeze the lime on an old boot, it's going to taste pretty good. Amazing. Peanut sauce on an old boot, also great. Yes. So, that the fish sauce that he prepared the fish sauce in front of us. Yeah. So, we did not have to. Made his own fish sauce? Made his own fish. Or Or did he beat it out of the bottle? No, he he made, yeah, he had had combination stuff. Yeah. I'm just making it happen. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, and she's like, "Yeah, we're not going to make this at home." Like, well, what the hell's going on here? What, what's a good dish like you to learn? Because you don't cook a lot, you're kind of getting started in this yep. whole cooking at home journey. Mm-hmm. Like the thing that if you could make something at home twice, two, three times a month, what would what would you want it to be? Hmm, that's a good question. I okay, so I know this is a little bit more complicated, but I like dishes like this. Like if I could find something that's different, it's not. Uh, give me a. If I can make some type of an Indian dish, or make some type of a Japanese dish, or oh, you, some type of a Thai dish, you're jumping something like the, that the, is the more complicated recipe. Tikka masala. Okay, yeah. here's the thing: it might be a little bit more complicated, but like anything, you do it three, four times. Isn't For sure, it? you should try like a couple of Italian things. They're because like they're super flavorful and good, but they're yeah. they're less complicated. They're not quite they're forgiving. as they're that's the better word. They're far more forgiving. I got a few for you. All I'm right. going to send you the Travis cookbook. I, by the way. I kind of sort of have one. A cookbook? <laughs> yeah, it's not like written down, but I, I have it in my head of like- A rotation of things There's like 10 you... or 12 things I know how yeah. to do off the top of my head that are all going to turn out okay. Um, Kyrie Irving's a Dallas Maverick. Yeah. I really thought when we were sitting here on Friday afternoon that by the time we got here on Monday, he would be a Laker. I think Joe most, size an a-hole. I think most Laker fans thought that it was going to get done. I think Kyrie wanted it to get done. Yeah. LeBron obviously wanted it to get done. Joe Sy, like you said, Al, uh, had other feelings, had mm-hmm. other intents. Now, thankfully, the Mavericks package is arguably better than the Lakers. I think you can make a case for the Laker package, but you can also make a case for the Dallas one. Um, for where they are and having still KD under contract yes. and trying to pretend to him that they're going to compete in the East, which they're not, that whole portion of they're it. They're not throwing in the towel. They're not mm-hmm. going full rebuild. They still have Kevin Durant and some other pretty good players, and they're going to try to continue to compete, like you said. But now the Lakers, it, this was their chance. This, this was the, the, the 
window opened up, maybe a little bit unexpectedly, with Kyrie's trade demand on Friday. Yeah. But it felt like, oh, there, you got to go right now. That opening that you had to jump from where you are, 12th, 13th place all season long, to not just get out of that. But give you a shot. A real shot. A shot to be one of the two or three best teams in the conference. Mm -hmm. A shot to go play. Denver or Golden State. Yeah, let's go. Let's see what happens. Now that that window has closed, now that he's in Dallas, I don't know if it opens again before Thursday. I don't know if there's another guy that would make me feel like there are guys that the Lakers would be better. Yeah. But I don't know if there's a guy like that, all of the baggage included, that makes you go, you know what? Yeah, we've got a real shot. Kyrie was that guy. So I I think, by the way, that's a good way to put it because. The disappointment or the bummer of where they're sitting today, there's a lot of reasons for that, right? There's a lot of factors. It could be, let me give you an example. The Phoenix Suns did not make a trade for Kyrie, but the Phoenix Suns still have, if they're healthy, a good enough team that you feel like could compete in the Western Conference, right? Um, The Dallas Mavericks, they're rolling the dice, but in their mind, well, what do we got to lose here? We only have Luka. Let's see what happens if we get another star. For the Lakers, this is the reality for the Los Angeles Lakers. The reality is that with Anthony Davis and without Anthony Davis, this is a Lakers record. They're 14 and 16 without Anthony Davis. They're in 11 they're 11 and 13 with him this season. <laughs> of course they are. So they're two games below 500 either way. That since Anthony Davis has come back, since he's been back, he's healthy, all that stuff. He only missed one game, missed the Brooklyn game. They um, beat the Knicks in overtime, could have lost that game. Beat the Pacers by two, could have easily, or by one, could have easily lost that game. Lost to a Pelicans team that had lost 10 games in a row and without Zion put 131 on the Lakers. <laughs> They're in 13th place in the standings. Lakers have the Thunder tomorrow. Can I tell you how different these two franchises are right now? Lakers are trying to win today. And they're behind the Thunder by two games in the loss column. The Oklahoma City Thunder have an actual cushion on the Lakers in the standings. They have 487 picks lined up over the next X amount of years. Um, Chet Olgren hasn't hasn't played a game yet because of his injury. Uh, Shea Gilgis, one of the brightest futures of young players in the NBA. So that to me is what what is also the biggest part of the disappointment is not only did you not Why get you Kyrie, not Josh Giddy, my guy, Giddy's a good player. <laughs> I know he is. No, Giddy's a good player. But like, you have so many different things that without that Kyrie trade happening, that now puts really in perspective of where the Lakers are sitting, and, and that to me is what I think was most disappointing. He gave you some glimmer of hope, some life. And that's funny to say that Kyrie's giving any team glimmer and hope in life, but he would have done that with the Lakers. Yeah. Well, what now is the glimmer and hope for the last four days before the trade deadline? All right. So Emily's just telling me, Al, that um, LeBron was talking about Kyrie. He did that just a few minutes ago. Emma? Yeah. So it's we're going to have ESPN. Okay. We have the sound. So we'll have that sound when we come okay. back. We'll get to hear from LeBron. You and I will hear it for the first time together. Um, I'm curious because I thought his tweet was really stupid. Quite, I don't know how else to say it. It was unnecessary. It, it accomplished nothing. And it was a classic, well, I'm going to say one thing. We all know what it means, but I have this plausible deniability. Just, Rob offered the picks. It was, I don't know what else exactly. Rob can do. It, there wasn't a, why didn't you go the extra mile? No. They went the extra mile. There was nothing else to do, and it felt completely unnecessary to do it. We'll hear from LeBron James coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. All right, so um, LeBron is doing an interview with Michael Wilbon. It's going to air today in its entirety. Um, Some excerpts and whatnot are starting to leak out. Al, you and I have not even had a chance to listen to this yet. But uh, this, Emily, is the part where he's talking about the Kyrie Irving deal not getting done? Yes. Okay, so let's take a listen to this. This is LeBron James with Michael Wilbon. Well, definitely disappointed. I can't sit here and say I'm not disappointed on not being able to land such a talent, but someone that I had great chemistry with and know I got great chemistry with on the floor that can help you win championships in my in my mind in my eyes but my focus is shifted now my focus is shifted back to where it should be and that's this that's this club now and what we have in the locker room that's a guys, quick pivot no, LeBron it's a quick pivot quick pivot it don't take me long it don't take me long I don't, I don't get too excited about the possibilities of things that can be I I, I kind of envision myself on what it can but I don't I don't invest it all the way into until I know it's happening and when it does not happen I, I'm, I'm back locked in on the job at hand so you know we had an opportunity out there our, our names was out there the lakers name was out there we had an opportunity didn't happen we move on and we we, we uh finish the season strong try to try to get a bid into the postseason where i feel if we go in healthy and we compete with anybody all right again that's lebron with uh michael wilbon yep. the interview will air in its entirety later today on espn um okay Sure. I wanted it. Didn't happen. Disappointed. Think it would have worked really well. Turning the page on to the next thing. Okay. I I, I believe him. I I think that he's, you've heard me say this a hundred times, Al. I think that professional athletes other than bigger, stronger, faster, the thing that they're better at is turning the page. And compartmentalization. It's like, I'm not going to worry about what didn't happen. I'm not going to worry about what might happen. I got to play tomorrow night. I got to play OKC. I'm chasing Kareem. These are the things at the front of my mind. But going back to the beginning of that piece of sound, when he's like, yeah, I really thought that we had a chance to do something special, make a run. We got great chemistry. You can tell it's that, yeah, where it's just we had a chance to kind of juice this thing and it didn't happen. You wonder how hard he's leaning on Palenka or Genie or whoever else or how hard they're leaning on the rest of the league to try to find a substitute for Kawhi. I don't think that there is one, both in the good and bad sense of that. But I get what he's saying, but what happens next? And I don't think anybody knows. So I, I I will say that it's fair to criticize decisions that the front office has made. It's fair to look at these last couple of years. Should they have done this? Should they have done that? This is not a time, in my opinion, whether it's LeBron James or it's anybody else that's a fan of the Los Angeles Lakers that should look at Rob Palenka and say, you screwed this up. I don't believe that. So that's I agree why, with you. That's why when we were talking about the tweet from yesterday, that confused me a little bit. Rob could not have done anything, in my opinion, 
to change the owner of the Brooklyn Nets to give Kyrie Irving what he wanted. Okay? So now the question is, are you able to turn the page and start moving forward? Um, I think it's going to be weird. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. You know, I've heard weird Russell. Weird for who? I, I'll, I'll tell you, moving forward right now, I think it's going to be weird for Russell Westbrook to walk in and it's not, listen, it's not the first time that he's been I was going to say, this has been trades. so... It's not. It, it's not the yeah. first time. But it's also kind of that last push. Maybe Russ even thought, you know what, guys, I might be dealt here in the next 24 hours, 48 hours. And then, oh, bam, uh, it's Tuesday, Lakers Thunder. Every media person you could possibly think of <laughs> will be at that Lakers Thunder game because Braun is 36 points away from passing Kareem. The questions are going to be there. The tough questions are going to be there. Maybe in a week the dust will settle and, and everything will be fine from there. But this is the problem that the Lakers have. Trav, it's one thing to trade for Kyrie Irving and you try to juice this thing. Right, You try to, hey, we're all in. Let's see what happens. We're waiting for this opportunity for the 27 and the 29 pick. We were only going to give it up in a situation like this. The problem with the Lakers is they played a game on Saturday when all that chatter about Kyrie was there. They played a game on Saturday where they could have gone 3-2 and two on the road trip. They played a game on Saturday without Zion playing. Uh, Zion wasn't playing against right. the uh, or for the Pelicans. The Pelicans had lost 10 games in a row. <laughs> I don't know what the Lakers are going to do between now and Thursday, but the quote of Braun saying, um, try to get a bid into the postseason where I feel when healthy we can compete with anybody. I don't see that. No. I don't either. see that. They're two games below 500 when AD's there. They're two games below 500 when AD's not there. They have occupied the 12th and the 13th spot in the Western Conference standings as if it was a home that they built and they put a you know a, a stake in the in the grass saying this is our home. They've only been in the 12th and the 13th spot it seems like for the last couple of months. Right. They lose to bad teams. They hang with some good teams and then make mistakes. Yeah. They occasionally get wins that you didn't expect. But to think that this team right now, the way it is, you feel good about them making the playoffs? I don't. Yeah. It, it, so, I I get what he's saying. I get the, the, the theory of we have LeBron James and Anthony Davis. We can go play with anybody. The theory makes sense, right? That, hey, LeBron has had a really good year. Anthony Davis, when healthy and when properly motivated, is about as good of a player as there is in this league. It makes intellectual sense. There is no evidence to support that idea. None. They've played – how many games have they played? They're, they're, we're in the middle of that February. That evidence is supported – it's it was two and, two and a half, and a half years ago. ago. I'm not counting that. There's been two and a half years of evidence to say no. I, I, I can't disagree right. with you. Right. So I'm going to go with that. I, I hear what you're saying there. To your point, this is a team that I don't think, no matter who they play, let's say they get into the play and let's say they win and they finish as the number eight seed. Okay, and they go play the Denver Nuggets. They're not going to get blown out by the Nuggets. I also don't think that they'll win that series. You know, they're 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 good enough to be in all of this, but not good enough to win one of these things. Mm -hmm. Good teams do not lose as many games as the Lakers do at close games, close two minutes games left, yep. where a basket, a decision, a turnover, a bad shot, a decision to foul or not foul. It seems to always go the other way. They seem to blow those games far more often than they close them out. That's what bad teams do. Good teams find a way to do the opposite. And this isn't, they haven't played 12 games this year. 
It's February 6th. 28 games left. We're almost to the All-Star break. There's 28 games left. If this were a team that was a good team that could close, we would have seen some evidence of it, and we haven't. So theoretically, sure, LeBron James and AD have a chance to beat anybody. I agree with the theory. In practice, it just hasn't been true. Okay, and, and just to sit off of that, and I think this is what was lost over the weekend is because all the chatter about Kyrie, they're not winning games. They're not winning games on a consistent basis. They're not putting a product out there that you can say, okay, hey, this is moving in the right direction. Watch out for the Lakers. They're either squeaking by and winning games or they're losing some of those games. So, <laughs> you know, like you just said that, yes, theoretically, the Lakers – can't compete against anybody sure. any given night. Sure. Theoretically, they can lose against anybody every single night that's, as well. That's not theoretical. That's what they're proving. Mm-hmm. That's it's not a theoretical they're bad. They are bad. It's 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 the only two teams in the Western Conference they're better than are the two teams in Houston and San Antonio that are aggressively tanking. Aggressive. I thought the Thunder were aggressively tanking and they're in front of the Lakers. Point. So it's the, the the theory that they're bad. It's not a theory. They are they're 25 and 29. 29. It's February 6th. This isn't a, oh, well, once we get our sea legs. Guys, it's the middle of February, early February. Yeah. We, sh- we should have seen some of this. And we have, I-, I love that stat that you have. They're two games under with AD, they're two games under without him. I mean, if, if there's not a better case for it is what it is than I, that, I, I, I don't wonder, know. let me ask you this. I wonder if, um, is there, you think added pressure right now. I, I still believe I'm going to take Rob at his word when, you know, they could have a number of different times dealt that 27 and that 29, mm-hmm. and they did it. Mm-hmm. Remember we were talking about this, I think, a month ago. I'm like, hey, if they were going to trade for Buddy Hill to Miles Turner, wouldn't they have already done Would've it? Would have done it, yeah. <laughs> That's been in the trade talks for 11 months, and they didn't do it. I still am under belief that that Rob will not trade the 27 and the 29 unless a deal like that Kyrie presented itself. But doesn't it feel like there's this added pressure right now, the disappointment no question. of not getting Kyrie, the disappointment of where the team is sitting right now, the pressure that a LeBron James would have on the organization. Um, they got until Thursday to figure it out, and, and that, I think that's fascinating to me. All right, I want to take some of these phone calls. We're going to do it in a second. I just, you, you said something that I think is interesting. Whoever they get, and I agree with you, I think that the pressure has been ratcheted up. I think there's more pressure to do something now than there was prior to the Kyrie situation. It's going to, no matter who they get, unless it's just something we just totally don't see coming. Didn't see coming, yeah. It's going to be underwhelming relative to the acquisition of Kyrie Irving. That whoever it is, it's going to be like, yeah, okay, but man, Kyrie would have been nice. I think that's going to be the overwhelming consensus. That being said, Al, that doesn't mean it's not a better deal. Right, and I'm I'm just going to throw this out there, and who knows? Like, let's say they go get Bogdanovich, yeah, okay, and all of a sudden he comes in. That's interesting. Sure. They they could be a good, they could sure. actually be a pretty good team with Bogdanovich. Mm-hmm. So, the Kyrie thing is deeply disappointing. I wanted it to happen too for both. I think it would have been fun to watch them play together. I think as a talk show host, the inevitable catastrophe that accompanies Kyrie Irving yep. would have been really interesting to talk about. But it doesn't mean they're not going to get a player that's going to make them a very good basketball team and maybe they can get hot. Because while the AD-LeBron two-headed monster right now has not been good enough, AD-LeBron plus whoever the you right may get. The right role players, yep. Maybe. Shooters and everything maybe. else. But I, I guess that's what goes back to my point. What would be most disappointing, it feels like, 
if nothing else got done because that team is Unless showing the price you is just too high, right? which is fine. That could yeah. happen. And, and, and I'm not saying that go make a bad move. I'm just saying that if the dust settles and Thursday at noon, we're sitting here and the trade deadline is over because I think that's the deadline. The deadline's Thursday at noon. It will have an empty feeling to it for a team that's four games below 500, and uh, we go from there. All right, Laker fans, do you go all in on another guy? Do you kind of split the difference and send one of the picks out, or do you just say, look, we gave it our best shot. It's not going to happen, and let's keep those picks, and let's keep Russell Westbrook's contract on the books. It's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. So what would the turnaround time be if I took, like, let's say I go for another hike today. Not completely out of the question. If I took a handful of pictures for you to curate the list of the one that you think would be the best if I sent it to you. It could be very quick. I'll be on my phone. We'll see. But I'm, then but I'll send it back to you. Also, edit it. I'll crop it. No. So you, you have the right rule of thirds. No. And all that I, I I have the original, so I will let you perhaps select the one, but I will not give you editing criteria. Okay. Trav has <laughs> his own team of social like media this. professionals. Bang, bang. <laughs> I like I I I like my selfies. I think they're just about right. A little bit half half a face. Awkward expression. And you guys saw my dad. I've, I've seen. seen you guys I've seen on YouTube where they say how to take a prop, how to take a good selfie. Eh. I've sh- I've seen one of yours on there where they're using <laughs> yours as an example. Do I do I look a little like your dad? You do. Yeah, I think so too. It's the beard. Yeah, he's got a little salt and pepper beards. beard. You guys are similar heights, um, but yeah, my dad is. I think it's a little it's dorkier than you are. So I think that it doesn't help you. <laughs> and you don't have a used car lot outside. <laughs> or a tiki bar. Or a tiki bar. Which, by the way, a tiki bar sounds like. I, I like Your the tiki bar in the all back. The time. Does he kayak? Does he, he hike like me? All the time. He hikes a lot. Is he, he a NASCAR fan like me? Fit. <laughs> is he? Uh, yeah, he's very then fit. Then the, there's the biggest There's a disconnect <laughs> like no tomorrow. <laughs> uh, did you hear the latest who's uh, demand, demanding a trade? Uh, Furkan Korkmaz of the Philadelphia 76ers is, he? is demanding. Yeah, so I was w- maybe I was the Lakers can swoop in on this one. <laughs> is the I'm trying to think. Like I've no, I heard Beal, I've heard Levine. Um, there real, there's no one that's in the Kyrie stratosphere as far uh, as oh go go, go do right. everything you can to make that happen. Bradley Beal is real deal. I don't think they'd ever get rid of him in Washington. I don't think they would trade him, but he's. That's real deal. He's good, but it doesn't have the juice that it has with Kyrie. And by uh, the way, that might be a good thing. By the way, if you asked 
do you want Beal or Kyrie? I would take Beal, and I wouldn't even hesitate because of some of the baggage that because Kyrie Kyrie's has and everything else. Lunatic. And, and Beal's a that's he's legit. Yeah, no, he is. He's good, but I don't know if people get excited. About it. That's Zach, one of Zach those Levine, I'm gonna have to see it. So if you're, because I I know what you're saying, but Zach Levine might be that player that I think you're describing. That okay, yeah, he's a good player, high volume shots. He can put up good points, stats, all that stuff. But Beal is Beal is real deal. Let's try a phone call in Beverly Hills this time. Let's go to Leon. Leon, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hey guys, I didn't catch the very beginning of the show, but I, I've heard you Trav, talk about you know how how it's a disappointment, and, and I just don't understand it. I mean, this guy has shown, and I heard a uh, windhorse on ESPN this morning. This guy has shown for several years who he is. Why do you want to introduce a cancer to the locker room? Why is it that we just totally disregard the the down the downside of of Kyrie? Just put it completely aside and say, oh, it's exciting to get him as a player. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, he brings an offensive. He brings an offensive game that they don't. That they maybe another element that they don't have. Yes, but what does the team really need right now? And what they've needed all year, they've needed better shooting, and that's what that's what would fill the gap for this team is better shooting, and not also, by the way, give up more defense by trading out Westbrook for Kyrie because Westbrook is actually a, a better defender than Kyrie, and he can rebound. So you give up rebounding, you give up defense. You introduce a cancer to the locker room, and yeah, you may you may give you yourself a little bit more something to talk about on talk show. Thanks. Yeah, you got it, Leon. Thanks for the call. There's I'm no a, case for Westbrook. A, a, I don't know what you want me to tell you. Yeah, I'll There's let no you take that in a second. Yeah. Leon, I agree, and, and I'll go back to Friday. Mm-hmm. I was saying the same thing. You you do know that Kyrie Irving has burned the bridge in every place he's been, and that every place he's been, they're far happier to see him leave than they were when he arrived the right. first time. Okay, I'm with you, Leon. I agree with that. Will he do something destructive to the Mavs? Yes. Will he have done something destructive to the Lakers had he had come here? Yes, because that's what he does. This is a classic. What's the parable, the frog and the scorpion? You know that one, Slee? I do not. Okay, so the the, the frog is on the side of the, the creek, and the scorpion says, give me a ride. And he goes, no, you're going to sting me. He goes, I'm not going to sting you. If, we, if I sting you, we'll both drown. They're halfway across the, the stream, and the scorpion stings the frog, and they're going down. The frog goes, why did you do that? Because I'm a scorpion. It's what I do. Kyrie's a scorpion. Okay? He, he's going to do something. That was good. Okay? He's yeah. going to sting you. Mm-hmm. I'm with you, Leon. I'd do it anyway. I, and, I, and, 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 it's I, worth, and it's worth that whole I, risk. I, I, it's not a risk. It's mm-hmm. going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's not a will it happen. It's when and how bad is it going to be because he's done it everywhere. I'd do it anyway because I do think that it juices this to the point, and, and I, I don't think he's wrong about they need somebody that shoots more than they need a point guard, but what they do need is a third option that is incredibly reliable. He is that. You need a guy that can take over end of games, potentially if LeBron is Kyrie's unavailable. starting for the Eastern all, Conference All-Star All team. of these things. Kyrie's a great player, mm-hmm. and it's a very unique set of circumstances where I know this is going to go bad, but I'd do it anyway. Can I give you an example? Lakers play the Thunder tomorrow. If I'm in Oklahoma City and they were talking about trading Kyrie to the Thunder, I would be the first one in line saying, guys, what are we doing here? We got all these young players. We're developing. We're trying to get um, – we're, we're a few years away from competing. The Lakers are not in any of those situations. You you talked about it earlier. Who are the two teams behind the Lakers in the Western Conference? It's the Spurs and the Rockets who are tanking like no tomorrow. The Lakers are – trying to win, are not winning, 
and have obviously three contracts that make up a hundred and what is it, forty or hundred and fifty million dollars in uh, in contract. But the making the case for Russ, they're not even using Russ at the end of games. All right, there's times where Russ is literally sitting on the bench the entire fourth quarter. So to make a case that no, Russ is going to do this, Russ is going to do that. Russ is a liability in his own way. Yes, Russ can grab a couple of rebounds, but he could also go 2 of 16 from the field and have five turnovers. So <laughs> the case for Russ is I, that one makes no sense. Yeah, no, I, I, it's a terrible idea that I would do it anyway. <laughs> Just because, because the, it's the, the Lakers. And I'm, the payoff I'm saying, is but, not zero. But Trav, do you agree with if you are running a different team, not every team of I, where they are and where they're going is... I would have done it if I were the Mavs. I would have done it if I was a man. I would have done it if I were the Suns. I would have done it if I was the Suns. I would have done it. I would have hesitated if I'm the Clippers. The Clippers are, yeah. I hesitate on the Clippers. I think we're kind of on the same page. I I think the I wouldn't have said no right away, but I would have, okay, I would have got my staff together and said, let's talk this through for a second. Let's figure it out. Let's figure this out. We might land on yes, but Mm -hmm. we might land on no. The Lakers is like, no, go for it. Because if you got into a playoff situation where you made a run, say you go to the finals, let's say the ultimate pipe dream hits and you win it and then he burns the building to the ground two years from now it's like yeah all right it's kind of what happened for different reasons obviously but it's kind of what you did with anthony davis whatever you want give them to us bang we hit it since then it's been a tire fire but it was worth it you got one this could be the same situation very different reasons but i i get but the, you i get, get the there. comparison i get the comparison let's try one more see me valley rick rick you're on with travis lee hey guys thank you very much um uh with with Kevin Durant demanding a trade over the summer, um, maybe he might be in play again at this time. And I was wondering, you know, would you guys think it was Rick, I'm sorry. Rick, or- I'm sorry to stop you. I'm sorry to stop you. Josiah's not trading Kyrie Irving to the Lakers. Why is he going to trade KD to the Lakers? Because it's not personal with KD? I think that, that that's the an- that's the potential answer at least. Just let's let's use the hypothetical here. Okay, so I'm going to trade KD who's so much better than Kyrie Irving to the Los Angeles Lakers to watch them win an NBA championship. I don't think that's what it is. I don't think he didn't send him to the Lakers cuz he didn't want to help the Lakers. I don't think he wanted to help Kyrie. I, I, I think, think it's he, a I think it's a combination of both. I, I that's not what I've been reading and hearing from people that are talking that it was more a I'm not giving Kyrie what he wants. If Kyrie's heart said I want to go to the Portland Trailblazers, he's not sending him to Portland. I'm I'm not sending you to where you want to go. KD could be one of those. Listen, I don't have hard feelings for KD. If the Lakers have the best package available to me, then I'm going to do that. That we we both were agreeing that had the Lakers had the best package, Kyrie Irving was not coming here. Joe Sy was not going to do that because he's basically saying you've made my life a living hell for four years. I'm not giving you what you want on the way out the door. I don't think he has hard feelings like that for KD. If the Laker offer was the best yeah. for Durant. You can have, I, at least think there's a possibility. I I don't think he has hard feelings like he would towards that, towards Kyrie, but this is KD and Kyrie coming together. This is KD demanding a trade in the offseason. This is James Harden deciding with this group of guys, let me get the hell out of here. He's also, I'm not saying that uh, he has feelings like he does for Kyrie, but I don't think he's trying to help KD out either. Hmm. Eh, I think at that point you're looking for the best deal. What, what what do I what, what's the best thing for me that once I've removed the I'm gonna screw you mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna you you want that okay anything you're gonna get anything but yeah. that and and I'll also say this whatever the Lakers could offer for KD Probably teams would enough. have much more yeah. assets Th- that, that's why he's not gonna go there you mm-hmm. you watch the wire 
right? I did watch Mario. Yeah. Remember when they said, McNulty, where's the one place you don't want to go? I don't want to be on the boat. Where did McNulty go? He's on the boat. McNulty is Kyrie. Anything that you don't want, that's what you get. Where's the one place? I'd like to stay in homicide. Okay, you're on the boat. <laughs> you're, just, you're not giving him what you want. Hey, what happens this is a dumb question I'm going to ask it anyways. They were, they, Kyrie was starting in the Eastern Conference for the All-Star game. What happens now? I have no idea. All right. Ask me if I care. <laughs> well, I thought because you watched Pro Bowl yesterday. I thought I did. this is your thing. I did. Like, yeah, it I was, thought you watched like, all of these now. If they were going to do like a three-point contest with just the players, I'd be far more interested than they're going to run around and throw each other lobs for two and a half hours. I don't, you I don't need to football. see that. It was cool. It was good. <laughs> but it wasn't football. That's the whole point. It wasn't a football game. That I have no interest in. They're still pretending that this thing is a basketball game. It's, it's ridiculous. It's a very important game. It's, it's definitely not. The Dump Supercross Talk coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Speaking of things we used to watch that maybe we don't watch quite as much, it was today, February 6th in 1988, that Michael Jordan and Dominique Wilkins had their unbelievable duel in the slam dunk contest that Michael Jordan won who probably shouldn't. Dominique's Dominique won. Absolutely yeah. he did. So I, I think I told you the story. Lakers were playing the Atlanta Hawks uh, three weeks ago, whatever it was. And Dominique comes over and he's talking to Michael. And I'm just kind of listening to their conversation. And um, I forget who it was. I, I think it was Michael that said, I can't believe, I can't forget, or I can't remember who it was. Somebody had asked Dominique, hey, when you go down on the court and these players see Dominique Wilkins, do they know who Dominique Wilkins is? And he said something to the effect like, you know, a lot of the players, most of them don't really have like too much knowledge of it. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine some of these younger players go see Dominique's highlights? Like it's as good as any player today that okay. that that can dunk. I, I I'm with you. His his dunks were amazing. But you're asking guys that it was 35 years ago. Like if you were in in the 80s and said, hey, go back and watch Bob Cousy dribble with his head down. But in here, 1950s. here's the difference. Here's the difference. What did you just What did you just say? Jordan and Neek, yeah. right? So if you go watch, let's just say you go watch that the that slam dunk contest. Dominique was playing with Jordan, yeah, right. So there, at least it's everybody's going to have seen Jordan highlights because he's you know, obviously greatest ever or whatever the case is. It was the best dunk contest ever. I'm There's with been you. other moments where like Blake jumping over the car and D Brown was it. D. Brown had the blindfold. Yeah, yeah. Cedric did. Cedric, too. Cedric like did covered too, his eyes. There, there's result. been a couple of cool moments. The Aaron Gordon, Zach Levine was really good. That was good, but nothing yeah. like this. Because here's the other thing: who are we talking about? We're talking about Michael Jordan and Dominique Wilkins. We're not talking about no good players or role players. Obi Toppin of the Knicks. Yeah, Blake was a star. LeBron still has never done it. Right. No, LeBron never did. And I, did, did I think Co Vince Carter was the best one. Vince, yeah, Vince Carter, Carter was really good too. Yep. Did Kobe never did it, right? Kobe did. Kobe did he won it? Kobe did. Kobe won it. He won at 96, contest? his rookie year. Did he really? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. good for him. That, that's what it, everybody should do it once. I, I know that you want to be cautious, you know, but and the, but I, I gotta your be honest, time is limited. It's it turned into like none of the real players do it. Uh, 
didn't they have G leaguers not that long ago? I don't know if they had G leaguers. Maybe, th- maybe they did. Maybe they did. But I, I, I'm going to just They're go back to this. this. Year. Yeah. What it what happened to that's right the former Laker that was in as part of their. Uh, um, that's not good. But what happened to? It's almost like. It's a bad. They have perceived it as it's a bad look to do it. Well, okay. Can I? If I'm trying to be amateur psychologist here for a second, yeah. I don't think they want to lose. I don't think somebody wants to show up and lose. I think if they thought that they were going to show up and get it, it was fine. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, I don't want to show up and be the guy that's out right away. Dwight did a good job. In Dwight, the Dwight, Nate con- Robinson. The remember, they were all doing it against each other. Yeah. Today in 2011, February 6, 2011, Aaron Rodgers won his one and only Super Bowl in his one and only Super Bowl appearance. Um, that is, quite frankly, weird to say out loud. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, you're right, they're at the top. Aaron Rodgers is not far behind. Tom Brady. Either one. Yes. Yes. Peyton Manning. Yes. Yeah. But Rodgers is the third name on that list over the last 15 years or so. Manning, we know, went to the Super Bowl four times. Yeah. Brady went 10. One? Ben Roethlisberger went twice. Jared Goff's been to the Super Bowl. Joe Flacco has been to the Super Bowl. Eli Manning's got two. Eli Manning has two. Hasselbeck went to the Super Bowl. Like, there's this... Jimmy Garoppolo has been to the Super Ben's Bowl. Ben's been, been three times. Yeah, he ben, lost once. You're and right. He, and he won twice. One, two, went three. Like, this is one of the great quarterbacks of his mm-hmm. generation. One? That's weird. He has never lost, though. It's like he's betting a thousand. Because he, but this is the Jordan thing, right? Like, just because you lose in the wild card round, you don't get extra credit. Sure. Right. They look at 6-0, and oh, but they don't yeah. look at, well, this guy made it 10 times, and he right. went 5-4. and four. Right. Um, you know, I, I never really pay too much attention to that on Aaron Rodgers. I'm with you. I, I've kind of also always looked at Aaron Rodgers, too, like, damn, that's the cream of the crop. I've always looked at him like that. And until you kind of kept emphasizing, yeah, but... Ali's only been to one Super Bowl. So I just kind of naturally have taken him down of how I view him. Um, and then even, you know, whether it's uh, these last couple of years where they had some opportunities to get back, they always that's disappoint. It. Well, that's it, right? It's not just that they got hot one year and went to the Super Bowl and he's been on a bad team. No, they've been either number one seeds, they've had buys, they've lost Lambo, at Lambeau. You would think that you right? would have the, the home field advantage. And it's also, do you guys think that he will – get to one or win another one with a different team. Like Possible. If he got traded this offseason, do you think he's going to go to a Super Bowl? It could Bowl? be one of those weird things where it depends. If, if he goes to the Raiders, which is seeming more possible, you know, he's talking about all the Raider fans cheering him on at Pebble Beach this weekend. Is the, he's not going to take the Raiders to the Super But if he made like a very strategic football decision, go to Tennessee, for instance. Where pretty, all the pieces are there. They're pretty, laid out. Pretty good team. They just need a quarterback to kind of take them over the top. So I, I think it's only going to be that. It has to be the perfect situation, a really good defense. You got a running game. You're going to need all that. Speaking of Tom Brady, he said that he spoke with Fox executives this last week, and he does not expect to begin his broadcasting career until the fall of 2024, which means he will not be in a broadcast booth or in a studio for the entirety of the upcoming NFL season, that the year after that is when we'll finally get Tom Brady. All right, so so um, it's the what was the movie that just came out? The Brady 80 for Brady. Eighty for Brady. 
I think he's on a tour for that. I think he's going to spend the entire 2023 promoting <laughs> did that. Did you take it in this weekend? I, I know you told me a lot of things you did this weekend. Did you get to 80 for Brady? That didn't happen. What was the other one you said? Uh, poker Face? Was it? Uh, poker Face is a show. I didn't see that yeah. either. Did you watch it? I didn't get around no. to it, no. I, I wanted to see 80 for Brady, but it wasn't showing at the Alamo. So did I you really? No, I literally... I, so I have my, my monthly pass thing where I pay $30 a month and I get to see as many movies as I want. So it allows me to th- see things I wouldn't normally see. So I was going to go see 80 for Brady and just isn't showing at the Alamo. So I was like, well, I'm going to go watch All Quiet on the Western Front again. Will you go spend your 15 bucks to go see it somewhere no. else? I'm going to I'm gonna get whenever it comes on HBO Max or whatever, I'm going to watch it there. That feels like the, the better. I feel thing. like I haven't seen John Ireland in I don't know who that is. It's in a, eight it's weeks. It's unfamiliar It's been seven just, years since I've seen John. He's on a world ma- tour. Imagine how I feel. <laughs> vaguely familiar vaguely familiar traveling the world did you see 80 for brady this weekend no i'm waiting to take my mom but i I, i'm I'm not gonna be able to do it during the season but mason's seen it i know it was good it was good you liked it right mason it did uh it did good business too yeah apparently it did really good business uh they were they drastically discounted it for seniors which i guess was the target audience for the whole number one movie in the villages in florida oh yeah hey we're traveling you and i are gonna end up there they got like 19 golf courses don't knock there are palm springs i went down a villages wormhole yesterday there was something that popped up on my feed that i saw the same thing like there's how many golf courses here? yeah and there's like like florida 11 restaurants and you know that's all i need florida though I'll, I'll worry about that later. <laughs> we'll, we'll open a village in California. Yeah, I was going to say, there should be one like in Malibu. Well, they got them yeah, Del Webb communities out there with all the golf courses in, uh, in Palm Springs. I'll do, yeah, that's not bad. A little hot. Yeah, my mom lived in like Del Webb Series 4 or Del something. Boca Del Boca Vista. Vista. Del Boca sure. Vista. I'm going to be all be over that shuffleboard cart. We're going to be at the pool. <laughs> all over the clubhouse. Yeah. That's how it's going to go. All right, we're going to get uh, t- into the trade that did not happen and everything else from this week. A little super cross. All right, so I've got Sliwa like looking at the standings now. There is one after tomorrow. There's one team the Lakers have not faced at all yet this year in the NBA. Who is it? Tomorrow's Oklahoma City. There are two left yeah. as of now. Who's the last played one? Played Miami. They played Orlando. They played Atlanta. They just... did they play the did Pistons? They pl- nope. They, did they yeah, play? No, they've played the Pistons yeah. twice. Yeah. Did they They're, play Utah? They played the Utah twice. Eastern Conference, right? I'll give you that. Yep. Okay. Okay. Brooklyn, New York, haven't Charlotte. played him at all. Haven't played him here. Haven't played him they there. Played Toronto. Oh, I think I got it. Yep. Who? I think I got it. Chicago. Correct. Yeah. Oh, Chicago. Uh, yeah. Haven't played him yet at all. So you just did a one-off to Chicago and back? Is that a coming? No, up? no, no. Uh, the one coming up for Super Bowl is Saturday night at Golden State. Then we watch the Super Bowl in Portland. That's right. And then next Monday, a week from today, in Portland. So. Al and I spent the vast majority of the show today talking about the deal that wasn't, right? Yeah. That Kyrie Irving is a Dallas Maverick. We were talking about it on Friday, Mace. I thought it was going to happen. I think everybody... Well, Trev, I didn't talk to you on Friday, obviously, but I I would imagine you hated the idea. No, I didn't. I didn't didn't hate the idea. I I went in it with my eyes fully wide open, but I would have done it anyway. Your star-driven town came up a couple times. Star-effing-driven town. No, I think what it is is you go in saying... I know what's going to happen eventually, but I'll try it right now anyway. I think right. that that's kind of where I was. I when the world burned eventually, yeah. it would have been one of those. Well, we knew it was going to happen, but what did we get out of it? Did we skip over the point where the Nets weren't going to ever send him here no. because Joe Side didn't want to give him his preferred destination? Kyrie yeah. Irving. I have heard, and Ramona's going to join us. She's overdoing NBA Today. Her and I have been talking to a lot of the same people and a few different ones. I've heard that that report is untrue. Oh, really? Joe that they just was liked not the to... Dallas package better. Correct. That 
uh, he would Josai would have dealt with anybody, but he needed players that were going to help them win this year mm-hmm. right away, and he didn't feel that the Lakers had that. Do you buy that, Mace? Uh, I do. I do. If the objective was to compete this year, Brooklyn to compete this year, I'm not sure. I mean, Spencer Dinwiddie, I guess, plays point He's guard He's averaging for about you. 20 a game. Dorian Finney-Smith is, yeah. is they're totally l- fine. They're lucky I, to win a round. And yeah, but I mean, out. they're not, they're not going to go anywhere with those two uh, players necessarily. But I do think I, – I don't think the Lakers would have made him better. I don't think any of the packages I saw with the Lakers would have made them better in the short term. If the objective is, hey, let's still be in it this accommodate this year. to KD, right? But yeah. here's why I'm willing to at least consider the possibility that there was personal animus involved in this. Okay, Josiah is a human being. That, that at some point, if somebody has made your life screwed diff- you over, difficult okay, for you've, reasons you've over and over, road, and over, you've gone again. down a road here though that that is kind of a fun thing to kick around um i always say this with mason i people say well the lakers can never trade him to the clippers because the clippers and lakers are in the same hometown mm-hmm. or you can never trade aaron Rodgers to the lions or the bears because they're in your division and you would have to see him twice a year yes if i'm an owner of any sports team and i'm making a trade i don't care who i'm trading him to the only thing i care about is the return that's it what return makes me better the most? And, uh, and I, I don't think most people consider uh, – fans think, well, the Lakers will never do a trade with the Clippers. I don't think that's true. It's not true. true. I want to answer no, that. No, they actually have. I, right? I want to answer right. that. <laughs> yeah. Or like Zubats, the Rams would the never do the a trade with the Niners yeah. or the Chargers. Sure they would. I sure actually, they would. Yeah, I mean, if the, if the packages but, were right. I think, like, the difference is, yeah, to me, <laughs> like, if you're talking about Shohei Otani, I don't think the Angels make that deal with the if Dodgers. If the Dodger package is better than everybody else's, I think they do. But I think that what makes this difference it's not just I don't want to help you because you're in my city or you're a rival. It's not. That's not. because this of Kyrie. is. I don't like you. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and and if if the deals are close enough, maybe one's incrementally better than the other. Right. The Dallas deal is probably a little bit more appealing than the Laker deal, but it's not like it's a hundred miles away. Right. If I like you, I might try to help you. Okay. Out there's a an bit. example of what you're talking about. So when Kevin Garnett got traded from Minnesota to Boston. Reportedly, the Lakers, all the way up to ownership, Dr. Buss, were willing to part with Andrew Bynum and Lamar Odom in that deal to get Kevin Garnett to play with Kobe. Um, and it would have been Garnett, Kobe, Powell. It would have been, you know, loaded. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin McHale, famous Celtic, was mm-hmm. the GM of the Wolves. So he took Boston's deal over the Laker deal because they were close. So that's mm-hmm. an example of what you're talking about. But I think a lot of Laker fans are disappointed today. And the truth is, and people never remember this when it comes time, it takes two to tango. Sure. You have to have a willing partner to make a trade. And the Lakers... Now, what's this tweet LeBron made that you're so bent out of shape Well, the over? tweet is, is it me? Yeah, I M- thought that was... Maybe it's me. Maybe it's me. I thought it was me. funny. You're like making it out to be some active... Oh, he's always doing it, John. He's what? He's always got these little... Plausible deniability, passive aggressive. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's that. It's just I'm just. Do you think you're overreading this? No, maybe he was no, just trying to be funny. I don't. Yeah, yeah I, I don't. I mean, First could, of all, LeBron's not that funny. 
Second of all, it's one of those things that he does regularly. So I'm not going to assume that the 20th time he's done it, this is the time he's cracking a joke. I don't think it's the end of the world, but I do think I'm just I'm just done with the cryptic tweets. It's just that they're always yeah. there. Hashtag they're content. Un, they're just I unnecessary. I had a completely yeah. different take on it than you did. I think that I'm not surprised that LeBron <laughs> was sitting there going, "Okay, everybody is going to want me to react to this news. What is the best way to do that?" Um, Say nothing. Well, he could. If you want to be funny about it, you could just say, I know you're all waiting, but I got nothing for you on this one. But, but it, that it's cryptic. Wait, it's funnier it's, if you uh, say, but is it, it me? But maybe yeah. it's me is suggesting what? That, exactly. That there, there's the enough Lakers there. aren't willing to do something no, for me. him? It's suggesting that, Le, that Kyrie passed on LeBron again. You wasn't know, up maybe, to Kyrie. Right. But it wasn't up but to that's Kyrie, why it's funny. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's it. it if, nobody if this were the first time he'd thrown something like that out there, it would be a, yeah, all right, whatever. No, but he's but the king of passive aggressive yes, tweets. Yes. And I mean, it, I, as soon as Kyrie and, requested the trade, it was two eyeballs in the crown. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's he's trying. I like it. He's, I like that he's he trolling us to some degree, yeah. but it is fun to talk about. Sure. Yeah, I mean, we're uh, in the content except business. for you. Yeah, it's fun for everybody but you yeah, who seems to be bent over like this it. tweet. Maybe it's you. But, but, maybe, I don't know anybody. Me. I don't know anybody maybe else that reacted me. to the tweet Wait, the way you did. I of, think it is you. He, he threw Travis. He threw maybe one of the cameras me. right when he read it. I mean, I've never seen <laughs> yeah, anything just, like it. I've never seen anything like it. It's just like, dude, come on, man. Just say something or don't. It's the same thing over and over again. I'm I'm done with it. I like LeBron James. I want to root for him. Wait a minute. Stop. What? You've been trying to trade LeBron for three months, and you know it. Yes. So that means I can't like him? Yes, that's exactly what it means. If you like him, you're not running him out of town. No. I like the Lakers more than I like LeBron James. Yeah, so if you like the Lakers, why do you want the Lakers without LeBron? Think about what this week would be like if LeBron wasn't here. I know you know the answer to this question. Do you know the Lakers' record? Right. Do you know that they're a bad team? So do you think trading LeBron for a poo-poo platter makes the record better? No. What I'm saying is the quicker we can find a way to not run back the same bad result over and over again might result in a better record sooner than later. Trav, Trav, just to play that out, you were just talking about how you want to see you wanted to see Kyrie come to the Lakers because yeah. it gave them a shot to potentially win a championship. If you were to trade Kyrie or if you were to trade Braun, which you can't trade by right. the way yeah. till the offseason, yeah. but if that was going to happen two months ago or three months ago, then all that that chance or opportunity at championship. That piece is lost, right? The Kyrie so I, thing was kind of a one-off. That was such a unique, and it kind of—I don't want to say it came out of nowhere because with Kyrie, nothing comes out of nowhere. But that was one of those. You know what? This oh, might that was very surprising. I thought it was well, very surprising. I honestly think that, uh, and I—I I left the air on Friday thinking I, when we get back here Monday, Kyrie's going to be a Laker. I really felt like it was going to happen. I did too. Um, it just seemed too. like tailor-made and orchestrated. I, I, t- I texted and all these guys stuff. on Saturday. I was in New Orleans, and I texted these guys. Almost within ten minutes of each other, the Lakers announced Westbrook was questionable, and the oh, Nets yeah. announced That's right. Kyrie Calf. was out. Yep, and I went, "Huh? Here hmm. we go. Yeah. Now it's who's telling the truth." And Did you think it was going to go down? I was talking to enough people that warned me, "Be skeptical." Mm. That that if the Lakers controlled this single handedly, it would happen. It's not the Lakers that are holding this up. It's a willing. Partner. That's the part that I think we raced past. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that, that when we were doing it on Friday, it wasn't like, will the Lakers do it? It was, will the Lakers have enough to make the Nets do it?
That, right. that we didn't get and to the answer that. We never got to that. <laughs> well, the answer offered, turned around to be no. They yeah. offered the assets, right? Anybody who was upset at Palenka today, what else you want them to do? There's no, there's nothing else that and I was Rob told, could have done. Again, by somebody I trust, that even if Rob would have put all these reported things that the Nets were asking for into the deal, they still two ones: Westbrook, yeah. Reeves, Max, Max Christie, Christie. Right. still wouldn't have done it. Yeah, that, that was they'd just like to be like a part of the conversation. Because they, because they like Dallas's deal yeah, better. Yeah. Does it make is Dallas the team to beat now in the West? No. But I don't know who is. Yeah, that's the that's yeah, the catch, so right? Yeah, I mean I it's really it's I, one thing one thing I was worried open. about. One thing I was worried about. I thought if the Clippers could have put this thing together for Kyrie, that Boy. that made them a clear front runner. Now I think they're just in the mix with everybody else. The, See the Clippers. I, I don't have the impression that they would have done so, this deal. They apparently made a at they, least a half hearted. They did effort. make an offer. They're yeah, a weird of some team. Kind. Well, I'm surprised. A weird team. It went. It was reported that they were willing to put Terrence Mann in the deal. Mm-hmm. Everybody's after Terrence Mann. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People think Terrence Mann could be the next Shea Gilgis Alexander. Shea Gilgis Alexander was on the Clippers. Mm-hmm. He was buried behind Chris Paul. And they basically had a, or I can't remember if it was buried behind Chris Paul or they had just drafted him and Paul was already in Houston. But they, they knew Shea Gilgis Alexander could play. Yeah. And when they wanted Paul George, Oklahoma City said, we'll do it. Mm-hmm. But SGA has to be in the deal. And they went back and forth. And finally, when Kawhi said, I'm not signing with you unless you get Paul George, they said, oh, now we're talking SGA for Paul George and Kawhi cool. right. so we can justify it. And they sent him out. The people in the league talk about Terrence Mann like that. Like he could be the next all-star in waiting who just yeah, but if you're the clips don't you kind of have to try to juice it don't you try to have to they try yeah that's what i'm saying it, again it was the nets the nets the clippers made a I, made a strong right. offer i can't tell you how much i would have liked to have watched a team with paul george Kawhi leonard and kyrie irving for all of the reasons i would have yeah. made him, yeah. made him the all favorite of the reasons. more than james harden kd and kyrie well that's what i mean but they, they're <laughs> the clippers all... are almost the favorite now nah, this would have put them Right. Made them somewhat well, like, prohibitive. Of, yeah, a lot yeah. of people are picking the clip. But see, I, but I like Kyrie. For, I like that's Kyrie for mix. four months. Okay, <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll get to that. I would not give Kyrie a long Dallas term hasn't deal. said they're going to extend. Yeah, I right. would not give Kyrie. Well, a here's what sca- here's what scares me. Making him a two year deal. What owner in the league could care less about going two hundred million over the cap? <laughs> right, Mark mm. Cuban. No, no, no. Oh, Ballmer. Joe Lake. Yeah. Ballmer, Ballmer, what about yeah. Joe Lakeham? Well, he's already there. He's yeah. already way up. Well, the question that the Lake has to ask is, like, Michael has said he thinks that Lake should go after Durant. Right. You know, and get him back. I don't know if they, if, if they could rebuild that, but is Golden State ready to part with core championship pieces? Well, Draymond is a free agent coming up. Yeah, but would Who they, they, I mean, would they trade? Steph's not going anywhere. Clay's not going anywhere. Clay it, could definitely go You think go Clay somewhere. could move? Yeah, he can definitely go. I others think he could. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I uh, they're at the end of their contracts, both Clay and Draymond. So I'm picking the Warriors to go to the Western Conference Finals. Is Still. Clay a free agent this summer? Had Kyrie signed with the Clippers, I would have switched to the Clippers. Not this Why summer. Why is nobody right? taking Denver? They're number one seed. They could come out of they the West. They could come out of the West. But but it's like four or five other teams you could yeah, say. I mean, that they a, could come out of the it's West. It's kind of they a crapshoot this West. year. It's a crapshoot. There's not there's there's not a clear, you know, Denver, Memphis. I I'll mean, say I'll say this about Denver. If Denver gets the one, the team they do not want to play is the Lakers. They beat them twice, right? Yeah, uh, they played three times. But the second, the last game we played, AD didn't play. And Lakers beat Denver twice this year, though, right? 
They, I thought they I were thought, two I th- and two. I, thought, I think they're two and two against are they? Denver. Yep. I know. I I know that the last game we played in Denver, Denver won, but no AD. Um, Jokic and AD is a bad matchup for Jokic. Yeah. He, I, he normally handles them pretty problem, well. The problem is just the playoff of that, John. I think what a lot was lost over this weekend. They're still losing games. Yeah, I know. You know that that game against the Pelicans and listening to you and Michael. It's very frustrating watching Lakers basketball right now. It's not, you know, we we try to play this off of if they just get in and if they do this, that matchup could be. Yeah, right now they're not even in. It is right there for they got to string together some wins. And I thought they were doing it on that road trip. They did put together a couple of wins on the road trip. I thought here they come, then they blow the Saturday game. It's it look. There's reasons to be optimistic, and the reasons are everybody's kind of bunched together. And an AD LeBron James duo is formidable. That's the reason for optimism. The reality of it is, the season we're we're nearly at the All Star break. We're under thirty games left, and they've never been out of twelfth or thirteenth place. They've just kind of been sitting. Yeah, there they started all, two and ten. Yeah, but they they got hot for a minute, but they never really moved out of that spot because they dug themselves that hole. Even after they dug most of the way out of it. They just they're all those other teams are going up and down and sideways. Every time you think they, they're putting together a little run, in 12th it comes or off the rails all year long. Yeah. That has to mean something. They're it still only to. two out of the ten. <laughs> we, but we've been saying that I mean, for yeah. two months. But okay, and I'm, they're four out of the. I'm picking Golden State five. to come out of the West. I think they're like two games behind Golden State. I know. I it's, mean, it, it, and Golden State plays OKC tonight. So yeah, without now, now it looks like they're going to be without Steph for a month. And yeah, that's right. that's you right. know, so it could it they're they, they're they another could, team that they could, could fall. Off, they could fall out all yeah. the way because of the stuff. Yeah, there's going to be a good team or two or a name team or two that doesn't even make the play in terms. You guys missed a good night at the Coliseum last night. How you. was it? Terrific. I, I can't recommend it enough. I really can't. And I'm not like a huge race fan, but it is such a fun night. So I don't want to. So I was watching the Grammy Awards and I switched over because it was on Channel 11 while the Grammy Awards were on Channel Two. And what I noticed was there there were a lot of empty seats there. There were, if I had to guess, was it at the Coliseum? Yeah, yeah. At the Coliseum. Yeah. There were fewer people this year than last year. I think because it was at night. It's Sunday night, right? right. So I think that had part to do with it. Maybe a little bit of the novelty had worn off. Yep. But it wasn't. It was. I'd say there are fifty thousand. Yeah. You know, Coliseum holds ninety. Sure. So there's going to sure. be a lot of empty seats. Fifty thousand people on a Sunday night to watch short track stock car racing. Did, in did LA. you go on a press pass? Did you go no, with went tickets? With, went with tickets. Went with some buddies. It was nice. Hammer tailgating outside. It was, it it was were, great. <laughs> there was NASCAR tailgating outside. Yeah. We not outside. Before we got there, we had tailgated. Tailgated a little bit. A bit. Yeah. yeah, there you go. It, Were it they was, selling the full great, turkey leg? <laughs> they didn't have that, but they have the big beers for. 18 bucks a piece yeah, or whatever exactly. it is. Nice it's price. A, it's a great night. I can't recommend it enough. You should Fa- go. Fontana. Yeah. Fontana. When, I, I, when we went to one, when I walked in, it was turkey legs everywhere. Just people walking around. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's really. not Fontana. Fontana's like a real NASCAR race. That's a real race. NASCAR race, right? This is a L.A. novelty with Wiz Khalifa and Ice Cube. The, oh, nice. It's a, the last night was Wiz Khalifa. Last year was Ice Cube. Cypress Hill and uh, Pitbull last It's just a good night. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. And, you know, I get my yeehaw on for one night. <laughs> Nothing. You get your what? I don't even know. You got yeehaw. your yeehaw. Oh, your yeehaw. Yep. Are you mocking uh, the South? Are you no. mocking Same NASCAR fans? NASCAR fans are perhaps you the more sophisticated. Take that back. Yeah. Yeehaw. Take no. it off what the podcast. Are you I love my Jethro yeehaw. from the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> What's wrong with you? 
I'm going to have my shirts with the bald eagles and American flags. Yeah, you and know, it's so funny. No I, was a, I America. happened to switch on Talladega Nights this weekend for just a minute because yeah. I was waiting to watch something else. And uh, there's Ricky Bobby with the decal right on the windshield <laughs> yeah. where he's like, this is kind of making it hard to see. Yeah. A little bit of that. Such a genius With my son's walker and Texas, Texas Ranger. <laughs> my smoking hot wife. I like how the I'm boys all, are talking to you, Chip. I'm yeah. all telling you like a spider monkey. <laughs> what? Yeah, I will tell you guys off the air. <laughs> Super Crosstalk's powered by In-N-Out Burger. Up. That's what a hamburger is all about. Mason and Ireland coming up next.